0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Value Line Observer with the Value Guys. I'm Val Hughes. Get it? And I'm Vern Value. And we are 25 year veterans of Wall Street who have had to go underground and take on secret identities. In order to offer you our candid views on Value Line's weekly stock picks, please visit our website at www.thevalueguys.com, where you'll learn more about us. You'll be glad you did. And uh, well, let's hope they are. And uh, including the important disclosure that this is for entertainment purposes only; uh, these are not actual stock picks. We're using uh, audio tricks, and so uh, please don't don't try that at yeah, home. but
1: we're still trying to. We're still trying to do well. We are trying to, the, to uh, get to these our right, here,
0: and we have the to, you know we have the background identify to identify good stocks. We have the background to do that. Uh, we also we may own these stocks. I try to own as many as possible, uh, and we also may do business with these companies. I own companies. One of the ones I'm going to be talking yeah, about Yeah, and I I do as well. Uh, now this week we're going to be reviewing the July 7th edition of the Value Line Investment Survey. Uh, this is Val. I'll be talking uh, at the back half of the show about American Woodmark. Pulley Homes, Ethan Allen Interiors, where there's a very interesting story, and uh, Kimberly Clark, maybe one or two others. But first this week, I'd like to introduce my colleague, Vern Value. Vern. Oh, thank you for
1: such a gracious introduction. You're
0: welcome. No now, effort really.
1: Um,
0: as I um,
1: as I look at this week's Value Line investment survey. I'm struck that we have an opportunity to perhaps take advantage of what I might characterize as a little bit of hysteria about really? um, prospects for the consumer, well the, the U.S. consumer. Um, about negative prospects. Uh, yeah, negative I, prospects. I think debt ridden, um, interest rates rising, yeah. facing higher mortgage payments on. Afraid uh, of the future. Adjustable mortgages. Just scared yeah. to death, although the total job base continues to grow. Um,
0: record employed in the nation in all of history. Similarly,
1: we've had weakness and leading indicators of uh, <clears throat> new housing activity and a lot of pre-announcements in the industry, um, and so residential construction is moderating as well, and um, it's really created, we think, some interesting opportunities. Well, pricing
0: got a little high. It's like other markets that get a little excessive. Cheap money. And uh, it's going to cool off, but the underlying demand is probably there longer term hey, in terms there, of demographics uh, and uh, population growth, right?
1: Interesting news item yesterday, maybe. Um, uh, latest official population count puts that of the United States at about 299 point yeah. something million, which rounds to 300. 300
0: million, it's unbelievable. I, wasn't
1: it just yesterday that it was 240?
0: I remember 200 uh, frankly I'm uh, not
1: sure but it seems to me which that was in maybe
0: the 60s Lyndon with Johnson a, uh,
1: with a uh, 25% increase in uh, population base that you can sustain a bit higher than historical levels of uh, new home
0: construction. Well, plus you've also had a trend of people willing to own more than one home and a trend of smaller families, in other words fewer people per home, So, and homes are bigger. So you start doing the math on all that and it leads to exactly what you just said, more homes needed than population growth, more square footage of homes needed than population growth. That's right. Is that Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. no? Yeah. yeah. Right? No. Okay. I appreciate you anyway. pitching in with the like, stuff. Uh, I'm just trying to get involved. Uh, I just want to be involved in well, the show. Well, it's
1: pretty much the theme of the uh, entire issue. They've got building materials, yeah. home building, building supply, cement and aggregates, furniture and home furnishing, paper and forest products. We even have the raw materials here, folks, although I'm not going to talk about any of them. I don't know if you are. Maybe. Um, some household products. Uh, probably not going to bother with the alternative power names these are all pretty speculative a lot of them still have negative cash flow even
0: um, I unquestionable asset values. At some of these, or there's a lot of international exposure. I don't want to name names.
1: names. Um, We're going to look at uh, we're going to look at the the names Value Line likes, um, and we're going to uh, look at a couple ideas that we think make uh, a little more, or maybe a little more interesting. First in the building materials industry, they've got a couple uh, names that we're going to talk about that are uh, I think misclassified. Really, I'm not sure how they end up here. It's probably based on an SIC code or something, but Genlite. Building materials. Come on, there's a leader in lighting.
0: Don't they lighting. make lights
1: for homes? Uh, they do.
0: Maybe that's how businesses. it got in. Well,
1: oh, well, well, but maybe isn't that a isn't that a home
0: furn- isn't that a furnishing? A light? A light? Uh, I've covered some lighting companies. They always refer to themselves as materials versus furnishings.
1: That's my recollection. Well, I maybe they're missing an opportunity. It seems to me that uh, your drivers are
0: about the same. Oh, no question, except that. In some building materials, the price of the item relative to the price of the whole job is so small that sometimes you get some pricing flexibility that in home furnishings you might not get where people are buying individual items. A lot of these building materials are bought as part of a bigger job. i mean, not about that. I mean, the whole idea in furniture and home furnishings is it use fashion and
1: style to differentiate the product and earn a premium. Well,
0: that's very true. Using fashion, uh, and uh, You know, so
1: and I'm thinking that that's a big part of what Genlite offers. and Why is Genlite? I don't special? actually know
0: the company. I'm general actually man?
1: very interesting, co- terrific company. Um, trading uh, the Value Line says $69 recently in 18 PE. G L
0: Y T Yeah,
1: I'm sorry, G L Y T. The stocks the Value Line rates at one. Okay, this is their single favorite idea in building materials. It is within 10% of an all time high at 69. All time high 76. Last year's range 38 to 57. Stock currently 69. Um, I, this chart's wow. nothing but up since what? 99? 2000. Wow. Basically. A terrific track record. Uh, did have a flat spot of earnings in 2002 Stock declined fairly significantly over about a about a year at that time. But uh, since then, gone pretty much straight up. Operating margins, very impressive and stronger recently than ever before.
0: This Return is page 851, if you're following along. Return
1: on capital, uh, yeah. uh, similarly, better than ever before. So better than ever before, yeah. and it's got a valuation that's better than 15 times free cash flow. Um, despite the, you know, I mean, it may look fairly reasonable at a slight premium to the market. It's a new stock for Value Line. I'm not sure why they have a billion and a half of uh, annual sales. Uh, mm. They've got some issues uh, that are cited in terms of things that have depressed their results, but um, they're all sort of in the past. Genlight overcame them. Genlight generated a record operating margin in 2005. Now, Value Line is looking for further improvement, but. Uh, apparently, based on the perception that pricing, they still have pricing flexibility. You were talking about those five to ten percent. Yeah, I
0: buy that. Oh, five to ten. Um, so I'm um, eating pretzels. I apologize.
1: I, you know, I mean, if I owned it, I probably, I, I don't see any compelling reason to unload it. But uh, may, they make lighting for commercial, residential, industrial, and specialty.
0: So well, margins no have indica- to come off as no demand falls. No right? indication here
1: how much of it is housing, but you'd think margins would come down some. With that, I maybe big not. housing
0: projects maybe they're lower Raw margin costs business. costs probably
1: been an issue. It's some yep. electrical products, so copper maybe, but uh, I don't I don't see a lot of value there. Okay. On the other hand, when I drop down where Value Line says furniture, home furnishings, okay, yeah. I've got a couple carpet companies. Um, now, on the one hand, you might say, well, home furnishings and as in furniture is a lot different than lighting, but carpeting or floor coverings are pretty fundamental, just like lighting is um the first not as much electricity
0: at, though i'm just i'm not less a exposure scientist
1: to, less exposure to copper prices hopefully yeah. not a lot of copper in your carpet um the first thing we're going to look at and the reason i was drawn to it and what got me started on the carpet, economy
0: economies thing, of scale in carpet
1: is that value line has this has a five on something called dixie group never heard of it symbol is d x y n 145 million market cap okay so very small micro cap be careful, risky uh, by definition. Um, some leverage, 43% of total capital. They have $100 million in debt. Hey, wait a Book minute. I reviewed this. Million.
0: I reviewed this stock about six months ago. Did you? How's it done? Oh, I think I might have recommended it. Ouch. Well, stock at 11.5 is uh, at
1: its low for the year, 165 So that July. was a bad one. Uh, 12, 8, 12.80 was the low last year. So, stock looks very cheap relative to the last 18 months.
0: They've got some high end brands here, Before I think. Before
1: that, I mean, the, the company was a basket case. You may remember that. Wasn't this Dixie Yarns at one time? There was
0: a Dixie Yarns. They and probably they bought big, some high, brands. They, they were a big high yield name in the late 90s. They I were recall. a supplier. Maybe they bought some mark uh, Well, yeah, they got acquisitions. Retail brands. 90, yeah.
1: Maslin Carpets in
0: 93. Fabrica?
1: 97, 97, 2000. Mm-hmm. Well, they've done some expansion abroad. Um, gross margins. Instead of GenLite, where it's kind of happened, here Value Line says this is in front of them. Um, That their rapid growth overtaxed manufacturing and distribution, and that they basically have been catching up with capacity, and um, they've got some business that they had to farm out at a severe uh, cost penalty that they've brought back in. Uh, Meanwhile, they're positioned at the high end of the market, which ought to be a little more uh, insulated from. a turn down in exactly the volume end of the house demographics market. at the high end are
0: going to still go right. with good
1: floor. Cover. Um, and the thing that I think was particularly interesting when I looked at the numbers was that, uh, according to Value Line, they had only one significant new product introduction in 2005. In early 06 that's this year, folks. Um, seven new carpets. And they've gotten into the carpet tile business, which, based on reading a few of these other uh, company inserts, appears to be a hot end to the commercial market. But Value Line doesn't have any sales growth uh, acceleration. Cost maintenance. They don't have any acceleration in the top line in their model of the future. Now, maybe they're figuring housing down, um, but, th- you know, the description says, for the commercial and residential markets based on that i'm assuming commercials larger I, but again no indication Looks very interesting to me if you think that's interesting at eleven and a half times earnings right with uh... M- uh double-digit cash flow and earnings growth forecast by uh, value line okay i got positive sales comparisons i got one more quarter of a negative comp in earnings before that turns positive look how easy the comparison yeah. gets so it should happen um, 10 to 12 times free cash flow really just looks like you know a little consistency could really be rewarded here if you could execute, capital spending is coming down, so that sort of suggests they've been going through some startup uh, problems. Suggests maybe. ROI
0: is going to go up. Um, maybe a certainly. couple write-offs here would help because margins you the are decent. To, as, you capacity, you get the to,
1: as you fill up capacity, you get
0: the opportunity to generate some consistent yeah.
1: quarter upon quarter performance. Margins are
0: fine; they just need to basically get assets down. I bet a write-off or two would help their market All right.
1: Well, I got Mohawk at 4.8 billion market cap. Symbols MHK. Also 11 and change uh, PE. So same discount to the market. This stock's not. Uh, uh, what do we got here? This stock was at a low. Okay. This stock at seventy dollars is uh, near its low of each of the last three years. I like that company. I've met the management team of Mohawk. The track record here. I didn't realize yeah. how good it is yeah. and how solid their uh, their sales have gone up basically every year. Value Line shows for the last ten. So have earnings per share. Uh, they're forecasting earners per share growth above 10%. Uh, the valuation at $70 is around 10 times free cash flow. It's 6 to 7 times the gross cash flow number the value line's using. Return on capital historically had been in the low-mid teens. Depressed recently, I assume, by accelerated capital spending. Well, or an acquisition a, at, at, a, at a price. There is, it was, has been an acquisition, yeah. very perceptive. Um but operating margin moving up yeah. return on capital going nowhere according to value line doesn't make sense
0: unlikely right
1: right so should get something out of that they've got a lot of new capacity they've just put in place the comparisons look like they should be accelerating um, they do have exposure to housing twenty five percent of sales on the other hand they have a hard flooring business tile, and they bought a business in laminate which is a fast-growing category yeah. so they've got a business that benefits from the market share take for carpet which is part of the issue for dixie well, they this have looks carpet like too. A, this looks like a great idea i um, like that one Move yeah on. you might have to put it away and be patient while wow, the hysteria fades on housing, but a uh, very solid name. Uh, so then I look down to what's their favorite idea in furniture and home furnishings, and it's something called Select Comfort. One rated, symbol is SCSS. Stock at 22 is about 22 times earnings of about a dollar. Uh, so a significant premium to the market. Capital spending looks pretty stable, so it looks like my uh, earnings per share number is. I mean my free cash flow number is 50 60 70 cents. I got a $22 <clears throat> stock price, so I'm yeah, you know I'm north of I could be pushing 20 plus times uh, free cash flow. The company did have a history through the last recession of 3 years of basically flat top line. So Value has got value top line going very strong, but it's sustained by last year 41% of revenue for this mattress maker on sales and marketing expenses. Which Value Line says are going to be ratcheted up more. Um, they're selling a commodity, which Value Line even acknowledges. Uh, why this is a 22 multiple? So they have no debt. Uh, well, it's but, a retail
0: story, a rollout. That's the story. Uh, rollout retail stores, but uh,
1: I, I, there have been a couple. Uh, there have been some insider decisions to buy in the last 12 months. Been a lot of, uh, lot of selling yeah. as well.
0: Uh, I don't maybe think maybe not can, crazy. The company did apparently almost go out of. Business you're selling a commodity though, in a mall. The real estate, you know, the real estate cost is going to make you uh, not. If you're not a, if you're a
1: mattress play, if you're looking for a mattress play, you know I hear that a lot. Uh, Tempur Pedic International TPX uh, under 11 times earnings, 10 times free cash flow, uh, but operating results here as well. Also best ever, and the, if, curiously they're they're buying back stock. Even though debt is seventy percent of capital and they have four hundred million dollars of debt with sales of only about a billion dollars. I something's not quite right here. They're expanding mad like mad overseas. Argentina, Bulgaria, Chile, and Malaysia. Wonder what the payback is on the
0: investment in Bulgaria. Um, I've never slept in Bulgaria, but I, you know, maybe in f maybe the process, mattresses, was, uh,
1: mattresses, big pillow. Okay? What's the what's the business? I'm sorry. Uh, Kimberly, 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 Kimberly Clark, though.
0: Are you doing Kimberly Clark?
1: A name that the market loves to hate. Do you have Kimberly yeah, Clark? Yeah, I'm doing Kimberly. As you well, do Kimberly so Clark,
0: man. I did it last it's Why a don't we good both we each do it? All right. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, it's pretty simple to me. Okay. 28 billion market cap name. that value line rates four, but pays a north of three percent yield. I completely disagree. 10 <laughs> percent discount <laughs> okay, to the market. Okay, we're gonna get
0: a debate going here.
1: The stock's at 61, right? I disagree. The uh, the I mean the lows, I mean, downside in the stock might Not
0: be true
1: <laughs> 25%. I mean, we're talking about like uh, the last eight years, but this is a name everybody's loved and for a long time. <laughs> but it's less than 10 times cash flow. I have that, um, 10 times cash your flow. Your return on total capital here is consistently for 10 years in the mid-20s. They're great shepherds of your capital. They've had some pressure on profitability, despite the fact that it's improving. Well, I'd just like to point out. Because of
0: higher raw material costs, go ahead. Well, they're good shepherds of capital. Well, because when they don't need it, they give it back to you. They're doing buybacks. Seven hundred
1: and fifty million dollars on buybacks. Three percent of quarter of of the this name's going to require patience. But in the meantime, they'll pay you three percent yield. Well, that's what they
0: give you, patience. You know, Uh,
1: I I think patience may be paying off. They're about to. Now, here's
0: a couple other points on Kimberly. All right, go ahead. you know, the stock is where it was at a point, you know, in nineteen ninety nine. Right. This is Kimberly Clark. They've got some of the best known brands in the world in places where these types of you know, sanitary and cosmetics are gonna be in demand as wealth rises. This is large cap
1: quality growth name from the late nineties when people couldn't get enough of it. Well and the they've maintained
0: they've maintained their returns on capital, which is unbelievably impressive. And they're of they sell to, diapers. Well, they sell diapers, but they sell really more than that, they sell confidence. That you are going to be well treated by their products. The, That's what they sell. A, this it's is a, a company. company.
1: Their brands. This is like the McDonald's. How do you
0: earn a twenty percent margin unless you're giving people more than they think they could get somewhere? When around? I
1: buy a disposable diaper, and folks, I've bought a lot of.
0: We're that. wearing them right now just so we don't uh, have to leave. Let me the tell show. you,
1: I'm looking for a I'm looking for a performance standard that rivals that of the space shuttle. I want flawless execution. Yeah, you don't want any execution.
0: mistake. You don't want any mistake.
1: <laughs> no error. We're looking for non-seepage of
0: odor even. So These guys are amazing. Um, yeah. All their debt. Now, they have a little 15, more debt. Fifteen,
1: sixteen times earnings.
0: All their debt could be paid off in a year and a half of cash flow. Pretty amazing. Great company. And you get a little yield here. I think you said that. Yeah, anyway. I did. All right. So, I, I'm similar, throw mine out now.
1: similar story, more troubled history. But Newell Rubbermaid, uh, Value Line says, too, they raised their rating recently. Uh, we own this. This story is getting better. Uh, this has been one sick patient. Well, it patient. can't get worse, can it? Uh, can't, it couldn't be. Uh, bought Rubbermaid when? Back at 98, I guess? That's um, what messed up the company. Oh, my God. It was a fantastic story They overpaid, prior and, the, and,
0: the, and what they thought was a premier product turned into a commodity. Well, and, and, Oh,
1: Lord. Uh, so very weak history. Sales per share, Value Line tracks, basically haven't gone anywhere for the better part of a decade. Uh, similarly, earnings kind of perpetually stuck in a dollar forty to dollar eighty range, and those numbers were years. This was ago. such a darling. It's such a sad story. Uh, but the company earns mid-teens operating margins, okay, and they've got return on capitals back to the low teens after being ten percent basically for five years. So. Clearly, the company is getting better, all right. And uh, according to this, um, it, 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 as evidence that restructuring is starting to bite, they got 300 basis points of in gross margin in the March quarter. Okay, so very, very fundamental in terms of raw material costs and pricing. And they have something called Project Acceleration going on that they launched late last year. It's supposed to deliver uh, 50 million in cost savings in 2007. Okay, Um, while they um, work on closing a third out of 80 facilities, so I I I don't recall off top of my head what their estimated savings on this longer term are, but uh, when you close a third out of 80, um, you should get something from that. uh, They don't even generate 100 million in average annual sales per plant, right? So you're going to take an average plant, which is going to be at like 80 million in revenue, and push it to well 50% higher than that. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's going to be major opportunities to take money out here. Again, I'd counsel patients, but they're paying you a 3.3% yield, and the company is getting better. Okay, and with all this uh, asset coming, all these assets coming out, you're going to be looking at um, really the, when you consider capital spending relative to not just depreciation on the capital base, but also the proceeds from selling off all these excess assets. Well they don't show um, it
0: here, but this company has a lot of great brands and categories that the you know, the major stores. And they they, well, own, they own they own the they own whole the business,
1: and they've shown tremendous imagination in that business. They they just don't um, name the brands. Well, they've here, had but. a lot of trouble in in the CEO office. They had Joe Galli in there for a while. The guy made his name at Black and Decker was the he was the guy that basically well he grew ended up the, at uh, Amazon uh, as he well. He grew the DeWalt one. business mm-hmm. from scratch when they pioneered that idea, and he leveraged that into some other high-profile jobs. Yeah. But he wasn't at Amazon long, and uh, he unfortunately didn't last too long at Newell longer, but not uh, mm. terribly long. Gone now, but uh, this is a company that's been undergoing surgery for years. Um, I, I think this is probably your last, uh, your last shot. Uh, but as you point out, there's a good underlying business here, and it's reflected in the They've return They've got huge so market shares, and in terms of safety, buy this here. I'm going to finish mm-hmm. with uh, the other misclassification that they have today. One of my favorite names. we uh, will be brief about this. Clarkor C.L.C. shows up in packaging and containers. Which they actually do have a little business that makes tin can decorative tin cans, I think, and it's like five percent of the company or something. And but it, years ago it was a huge piece of it, I guess. It's a filtration company. Filtration companies have been trading hands in M&A market at better than twenty times earnings, i'd twelve to fourteen times enterprise value to EBITDA valuations. This is a stock trading at eighteen times earnings at twenty-eight and a half is near the low for the year. Kind of middle of the range from last year. The the track record. The stock's basically just gone up since the mid 90s, which is when Value Line you know starts showing stock price performance here. A uh, lot of option exercises in the last 12 months. No stock sales. Interesting. I wonder if that tells me something. Perfectly clean, spotless balance sheet. No debt. Three percent of capital is debt. Um, nothing but chunking up. Quarterly sales, positive sales and earnings comparisons historically and ongoing. According to Value Line, they've had some temporary issues in um, some of their um, more more recently developed businesses, especially in industrial applications. I guess, but I mean, come on, you you have business problems, you fix them. Um, they uh, they generate uh, operating margins in the mid high teens, return on capital consistently in double digits, recently in the mid teens. Uh, hmm. To be able to buy this at a discount over something, I don't know why they must have missed a quarter or not had a, yeah. the right SG&A comparison or something. But very, very high quality name, folks. That uh, I would I, in part of my investment thesis would be a uh, you know a ten to twenty percent uh, estimated um, uh, probability for a takeout within twenty-four months or something really? like that. You know, wow. uh, if it if the stock doesn't advance from where it is here, so. Looks like a really attractive name to me. So, and with that, a long list. Uh, it was a target-rich environment this week. I'll turn it yeah. over to my uh, partner in uh, subterfuge uh, in disguise, Val Hughes. Thank you, uh, everyone.
0: Uh, let's have our beverage break now beverage because break. We're o- it's overdue. I don't have a glass this week. No, I, I just can, have. But a, I can make I a, a clink noise here. That's great. Mm. Mm.
1: Here at uh, here at the Value Line Observer, we're constantly striving to add to the depth and quality of our product.
0: Well, and that effect with this show,
1: we're debuting sound effects.
0: Let's see. That effect so, is drum roll. It's actually peanuts. That effect is unparalleled in podcast and radio history. I can't, I can't wait. to Okay, hear it. this is Val Hughes, and uh, <clears throat> you know there is a building theme this week, so I'm just going to jump right in. I'm frankly uh, a little sleepy today. Uh, all the holiday events of the Past few days, and uh, and so uh, let me just jump right in. Just jump in. Building materials industry. Uh, the first page of that is 846, which is American Woodmark ticker A M W D. Now, American Woodmark. I knew this company ten years ago. They were uh, in what's called the knockdown furniture business, which is a code for make it yourself at home. Which uh, you know, so it was no, the number three player, and they were just starting they to call penetrate. it RTA, ready to assemble. Well, they now do, because knockdown was not a good term to use in polite company. So the whole industry. Especially when it seems a little. Friendly. Yeah, just and like the in the things. grocery and drug industry, it used to be, uh, you know, what what was it called? Uh, uh, beauty aids. You can't say that anymore either. You know, the irony about it's some beauty of this stuff products is it, it's now. so well
1: engineered. Yeah that it's sturdier than real furniture as long as you're not buying well it's stuff.
0: real it's made out of uh, natural materials just if you don't know american wood woodmark is one of the three largest manufacturers now of kitchen cabinets and vanities so they've shifted a little bit of their focus over the last mm-hmm. ten years they've got about two hundred twenty different lines remodeling accounts for sixty three percent of their sales and sixty five percent of their business roughly is in Home Depot and Lowe's so they have shifted they found a market uh, the interesting thing about this company is they have a pretty long history of earning decent margins in the low teens uh... good returns on capital as they've penetrated this uh, mass market their returns of course have come down because Home Depot and Lowe's know to look at your balance sheet and your income statement figure out how much you're making when they're negotiating their prices with you. Hey, so, that's
1: not fair.
0: Well, it certainly doesn't seem like it is.
1: <laughs> that's not the American I way. I know,
0: I know. This nasty SEC and their requirements for disclosure, it's just so annoying. But in any case, uh, so th- so. But that, they're very nice people. Yeah, we no, like them personally nice, a lot. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're very very nice. I've met a few of them, and they're all they're, they seem nice. They seem nice during the day, but you never you never get invited to their homes, so it makes you wonder a little bit about what's going on. But in case, um, return on capital took a hit from this mass market, uh, you know, expansion, but uh, and, and return on equity came down as well. But they have managed to be pretty consistent in terms of uh, margin over time, and I think that reflects sort of a one-time hit to return on capital. The thing is basically uh, caught up in this frenzy about there never being a housing market again, and the stock has uh, really been in about a year and a half decline. The high is at the sort of December '04, trading at a 25% discount to the S&P. Uh, there's no yield here, so you know management is using their cash flow to do things like you know buy shares back, and uh, and so they are you know trying to do that efficiently. They've had uh, you know some uh, some concern here about uh, slowing housing, so they've pulled back a little bit of capacity. a
1: Nice discount to sales, thirty-three dollars. Yeah, stock buy, it's sales, uh, it's, it's
0: basically, basically ten times free cash flow. The, the cash flow by Value Line is estimating four sixty next year uh sales have been consistently rising even when you look back through history uh in downturns the the company in terms of sales per share uh even back in 91 I mean you have to go back to 91 to see a decline in and say, well, and then in '95 a slight decline, a modest decline. But you know, this has been a pretty stable grower, I think, as they've increased their penetration of the channel. Um, and uh, pretty smart shareholders. You know, you got uh, you got Columbia Wanger in here at six percent. They're bright people. Royce, which is a great value shop, uh, they own about eight percent. And so, you know, this looks like a cheap stock. Uh, they've gained share. They've got distribution. They've got economies of scale. And, uh, you know, I think you just have to wait in here and, uh, and buy it on valuation. Uh, moving down the road here, Masco ticker mas value line rates this for this is on page 856 so just a few pages down masco is uh, among the largest manufacturers of brand name products for the home improvement new construction markets including cabinets which is 26 percent of sales plumbing uh, they have some services decorative finishes they own the brands Delta peerless uh, Marilot in, in Craftmade and craft made in cabinets and they're just again you know a provider in these big channels for uh, home improvement now one of the themes that we like here at uh, the Value Line Observer is demographics and there's a lot of concern about home building coming off well you know what a lot of people who are preparing to retire this is the wealthiest group of people ever in the world uh, about to retire they have lots of cash it's the same people that buy Winnebago's for cash they're not going to be concerned, you know. If interest rates go up, it's actually good for people with net positive cash balances because they get a higher rate of return on their CD or money market or whatever it is. These are people that own their homes, etc. And uh, you know, there's a play from years ago, if you recall, called "You Can't Take It With You." So I think people are going to make sure their faucets are nice. We had a theme with carpeting; their carpets are going to be nice. Their flooring is going to be nice. And if the housing market goes, you know, goes sideways for a little while, you still have the wind at your back, constant increasing numbers of uh, it's con- baby boomers. It's
1: not just conventional wisdom, but it's been uh, confirmed in survey after study yeah. that uh, the highest return incremental investment that you can make in your home is in your kitchen or your bath. That's
0: what these guys do. And that's do.
1: exactly what these guys play to. And in a tough market, that's what people are inclined to do. Because most homeowners, when they go to sell, they're not thinking about... I want to get a price that it's some index value relative to where the market is today. No, they're thinking about an absolute number that they decided on some time in the past, yeah. based on what they thought they could get for their home. So they're
0: going to look for a way to get their home to that number. This I think that's right. This is a way to do it. It's uh, they've been buying stock back. They generate a billion dollars in free in cash flow a year. Um, they. Got uh hey everybody uh It's val here, and uh, uh I have some uh news i uh, in producing the show evidently uh hit the wrong button, and uh, the last ten minutes of the show uh was uh, obliterated uh We were just talking about masco and uh I think Vern was talking about trends I was agreeing masco uh, rated four by value line, thirty percent discount good returns, strong cash flow. A little more debt than we'd like. Buying back stock. Uh, these are entrenched trends. People who want to live well in retirement. And uh, we're a buy on Masco. So I'm just going to finish this up. Vern is uh, gone home. Uh, so let me just. Uh, uh, geez, a technical glitch. You know, sorry about that. Um, Pulte Homes, PHM, page 871. Uh, you know, there's a lot of concern about. Uh, home price declines, volume declines, demand declines, etc. And uh, for many folks, you know, that's a real concern. Uh, Pulte Homes has retraced about 30%. um, And, you know, there is some underlying demographics and population growth that's going to drive home uh, demand over time. And certainly retirement trends toward the south and towards the west will continue. Pulte, six times earnings. It's a, a 65% 65% discount to the S&P 500 multiple. Uh, very stable history of operating margin, decent returns on capital. Uh, this stock is uh, owned uh, by uh, legendary uh, Bill Miller of Leg Mason, in in uh, in, in good uh, to good degree. Uh, chairman here owns 16%. And uh, you know, year-over-year year numbers are a little bit soft, but. Uh, these guys are good operators. The multiple here, I think, protects you from most things. They have been stable operators, and the value line has this rated four, uh, but, uh, you know, population growth um, and uh, fewer people per home, second homes, trends like that, migration uh, is all going to be helpful to the home builders. I think the worst is over here, Pulte Homes, PHM. Um, I'm coming to one that we really had a good discussion on, so I'm sorry that we've uh, I've blown it, but Ethan Allen and uh, page eight nine four ticker ETH. This is another one that's been caught up in the uh, concern about uh, housing declines. Uh, this is a really terrific company in a tough business. They've returned, um, you know, uh, upper teens uh, returns on capital forever. They have had a shift here in the last few years to lower returns as they've had to compete with foreign. Uh, providers and importers of furniture, and they have moved a fair amount of their plant overseas to compete with that. Their margins re- remain very stable. Uh, you know, they add an important design element to the process, so they're a little above, let's say, a pottery barn uh, in that regard, and a little below the, 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 the point where you'd need a your own designer uh, at, a, at uh, some type of uh, furniture mart type of thing. Um, Royce is a big holder here. They own, I think, about 8%. And they're pretty savvy uh, value guys. Um, ValueLine points out here that they're seeing important advances across the board in um, in demand and traffic. They're spending a little more on advertising. They've uh, updated the look and feel of the stores, and they've implemented an everyday low pricing. I'm sorry, everyday value pricing initiative, which I think you know, historically in retailing, uh, gives you a better cost to capacity uh, match, more efficiency in logistics. Um, this is rated three by value line. You know, this stock was at this price back in 1998. They're gaining share in a sector that should continue to do well as baby boomers retire and buy second homes and refurnish first homes. Um, so I'm a buyer of this. 2% yield to boot and, uh, you know. Pretty decent balance sheet, although they've added debt in the last few years that they didn't use to carry, um, and some of that was uh, for a buyback, so that's that's welcome here at these multiples. Uh, 22% discount to the S&P. Now, I'd contrast that with the next page, Furniture Brands on page 895. Uh, this is uh, you know a 25% discount, so slightly cheaper, a little higher yield at 3.2%. But Furniture Brands is an amalgamation of a bunch of old brand names. Lane, Thomasville, I think maybe Henrodon. I'm not sure. uh, Value line doesn't spell them all out. But, uh, you know, these guys have returned uh, upper single-digit returns on capital for a while. Uh, Operating margins have come under pressure. I think the cost of maintaining more than one brand in a channel that they don't own is costing them some margin. And, uh, you know, their balance sheet is... uh, uh, a little uh, a little better than Ethan Allen's but uh, they're not returning the type of returns to sustain that uh, better balance sheet over time so uh, you know for the money both of these are rated 3 by value line i would tend to buy Ethan Allen that's a strong buy on Ethan Allen finally i want to revisit something we talked about in december scott's miracle grow page 952 again the theme of demographic trends um, gardening is the number one hobby named by retirees. Scott's miracle Grow has been slowly, uh, surrounding the category they own brand. Scott's, Turf Builder, Ortho, uh, and miracle Grow. And, uh, you know, I think there is some concern that they're, their business is concentrated in Home Depot, Walmart and Lowe's that's about 40 45% of their business but you know they have something called brand dominance where they own uh all the major category players and for example if Walmart uh, didn't carry these brands they would not have authority in this lawn care space so uh, there's a healthy respect by each firm for one another that's they're allowing Scotts to earn you know, uh, low teens returns on capital, that's been improving. Uh, the company has uh, pretty decent margins. Uh, they they have moved to the lower teens from the uh, mid to upper teens at a time when they really expanded into the mass market, and that's to be expected. They've, they've basically uh, uh, improved their sales over that same period by 50%, so gross margin dollars up a lot. Uh, this stock right now, because of a little bit of a retracement here um, on uh, increases in raw materials, Uh, uh, and and such, uh, and a little bit of weakness year-over-year due to some weather in Europe, all seem to be transitory, Uh, you're getting a rare opportunity to pay about 10 times cash flow for this stable of strong brands. They've got a very high-end image, uh, they've got dominant market share, uh, they're in a space that's named as the leading hobby by uh, uh, retirees, which is a growing group, so uh, revisiting that, we're a buyer. That stock's actually down, I think, since we recommended it now at a slight discount. Uh, And that's all uh, I have. And, uh, you know, Vern had a nice close, but I've uh, erased that. So uh, this is Val Hughes saying uh, thanks very much for listening to another edition of the Value Line Observer. And uh, we will catch you again next week. Thanks very much.